This is All India Radio. Welcome to Science Serial Whispers of the Wind. All India Radio in collaboration with Vigyan Prasar presents Science Serial Whispers of the Wind based on understanding and managing climate change and global warming. Episode number 1 Curtain Raiser. Participating experts are Dr. Nakul Parashar, Director Vigyan Prasar. Dr. Shomnath Vaidyaroy, Associate Professor, Atmospheric Science Center, Indian Institute of Technology, New Delhi, and Dr. Virendra Kumar Tyagi, Senior Scientist and Coordinator of the Science Serial. The moderator of this program is Manoj Mainkar. Let us now listen to the curtain raiser of the Science Serial, Whispers of the Wind. For those listeners who are concerned with issues such as global warming and climate change or for listeners who are even remotely interested in knowing new developments in, in terms of global warming and climate change all india radio has always been with you with a variety of programs and one such endeavor has always been the science serials that have been extremely popular and interactive that all india radio has done in collaboration with vigyan prasar there are exciting times ahead as we are about to embark upon another journey the kind we are about to start a new serial aptly titled whispers of the winds what the winds tells us what we get to know from the winds and as a curtain raiser if i may say so i'm joined in the studios of all india radio by an esteemed panel i'd like to introduce first of all dr somnath baidiroy associate professor center for atmospheric sciences indian institute of technology delhi dr nakul parashar who is the director of vigyan prasar and a new entrant if i may say so to this panel here and of course the veteran dr b k tyagi senior scientist vigyan prasar and who's been the coordinator of not just this but all other serials that we have had over a period of many many years now gentlemen welcome to the studio thank, thank you. you thank you so listeners we are in good company and not just in terms of gentlemen but also in terms of relevant days just gone by the world water day whose theme has been leaving no one behind and of course the international day of forests where the theme was forests and education in a way these things are also linked to the larger picture that yes. we are about to discuss dr tyagi i'd like to begin with you there have been many serials earlier which have been extremely popular with our listeners which has been very evident from the kind of letters and the emails that we got for those listeners who've just joined in would you like to throw some light on the effective success that these science serials generated over the last few years i think uh, we are on air since 2008 very regularly i think in the form of uh, omega serials the, mm. and the number of episode range from 26 to 52 so that means the whole year uh, once a week uh, we have a dose of uh, those uh, scientific information in a docudrama mm. format mm. and we found like this is the most uh, interesting and most acceptable format the audience is uh, not only the students or uh, the science learner the common man mm. and that's why like the program is uh, conceived and designed in such a way that it's not a direct uh, information uh, giving 
or receiving huh. so it's palatable for even the common uh, yes yes and that's the interesting part is that if we see the feedback of last hmm. uh, radio series hmm. the letters which we are receiving it's hmm. not uh, the majority of letters hmm. are from the common people yeah. who is a 45 years of age working as a farmer or working as a laborer hmm. and listening to our program they said like they got a information there or some new things which was hmm. not in their anticipation earlier despite that uh, they are using it and doing it hmm. so for the first time they understood the rationality or you can say the the basis hmm. for for that uh, effect which we are talking through our programs in fact this uh, the new serial which uh, as you said uh, the title is the uh, whispers of hmm. wind and hindi we call it a badalti fizai hmm. it is a you can say the third of the series of you can say of the trilogy hmm. the first was on uh, this understanding the science of disasters hmm. which was also you can say a offshoot of climate change hmm. and global warming and then the second was on sustainable development hmm. means like how we can make uh, this earth more as a planet uh, to be sustained through the resources which hmm. it is capable of giving so we should take only that much which can be according to the bearing capacity of the earth and now third is this uh, how we uh, through the human intervention hmm. we have been able to change the you know the environment and our immediate surrounding somewhere this changes are very high and somewhere it is less hmm. but uh, the latest research trend is showing that uh, since the last 50 years whatever we have done to our hmm. uh, planet earth is whatever really, we, we have done yeah, all of us together yes. and if the strain will continue hmm. and then for another 25 years i think then we will be at a point of no return so i think we have to take a word of caution we have to adopt certain do's and don't hmm. and uh, government is also had a lot of uh, things to tackle to mitigate and adapt hmm. these what is these changes are going on and how we can involve hmm. the common people in the successful implementation of those initiatives so that's why this the basic premise or the basic objective of this program hmm. starting from this uh, the disaster management to climate change and global warming you can find a continuity dr somnath baidiroy i just realized three of us from this panel are still wearing either jackets or, or light coats or what's happening to the weather i mean isn't it unusual for this time of the year in no- <laughs> the northern part of uh, the country yeah, of course what's happening <laughs> it's very true but first let me say like you know thank you for having me it's like meeting uh, again seeing you seeing dr tyagi it's like a reunion of old friends we are it's chatting a away and also very welcoming to uh, uh, meet nakul ji here yeah this winter has been remarkable i mean this in winter in the northern india to the best of my knowledge is the wettest winter that we have had so far and then suddenly in the span of like i think i will tell you this the day i put away my room heater mm-hmm. that was the day i turned my fan on and this kind of a drastic transition <laughs> has not happened and you are right that we are dressed some of us are dressed for the winter and some of us are dressed for the summer and all we see that uh, there is no sign of spring so this is, we still don't know this year it's a neutral and lean some of us have heard about el nino Mm. which is a global phenomenon mm. weather phenomenon so this year is a neutral el nino year so that probably has some impact on this kind of wetness i think a good sign could be 
normal to above normal monsoons but please don't take my to ask for it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i am no expert but imd will soon come out with a no, forecast but i think uh, mm. i just i want to intervene yeah. to what extent like this uh, the prolonged winter can be seen as a seasonal variation within a you know the climatic pattern because this is also not for the first time i think if we look at i think in 2015 if i am correct we had that that year also we have those prolonged uh, you know winters i think it was up to april mid april we had like one day the temperature was high and again it was uh, raining and uh, again it the temperature is uh, coming down so it, uh, yeah interesting um, observation actually mm-hmm. so i personally i would not call it like a prolongation of the winter because mm-hmm. i mean the reason we are feeling cold is all these storms that are coming mm-hmm. so all of these uh, rainfall that happens in india beyond the uh, purview of the monsoon these are because of a particular phenomenon called western disturbances mm-hmm. they go through like enter through pakistan and then they go across bangladesh into assam and typically the environment is very dry here so we don't get any rain we and it's only maybe like when it reaches west bengal then it picks up some moisture from the bay of bengal and pr- rains out mm-hmm. but this typically happens in what in bengal it's called kal boishakhi means yeah. in the month of baisakh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is in mid april mm-hmm. which is almost like you know few weeks from away from now mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. like 3 weeks away but it's very strange that we are getting kal baisakhi in february in northern india so mm-hmm. clearly a lot of these kinds of things have changed this is obviously a very anomalous year it is not because of the temperature per se but because of where is all this energy coming from suddenly mm-hmm. in the environment that what used to be a almost imperceptible storm mm-hmm. now it is creating like producing so much rain to the extent that like uh, depressing or reducing temperatures and a cold uh, weather that persists for several days so i am as baffled as you are but <laughs> it could be it could be signs of uh, ominous signs of yeah. things to come i'd like to uh, welcome uh, dr nakul parashar uh, nakul ji before we move on to expectations and uh, your focus on the new serial that uh, we are about to begin just one question you've been to various places abroad you've stayed uh, for a long part of your life uh, outside india just a small comment on the way the international community looks at our largest subject that is global warming and climate change thank you and it's a great pleasure for me to be here hearing all three of you on different aspects of uh, climate change perceptions ideas thoughts experiences and above all how we connect our thoughts with people who would love to understand and hear from a perspective that uh, you've sought my idea with regards to people how they perceive climate change across the world in europe they have a different perception people in the us within us on the east coast have a different perspective those who live in the central time zone have a different perspective those in the mountain zone have a different perspective and absolutely those who live by the pacific have a different perspective an interesting question and i've got different perspectives to it it might seem as if there are six blind people touching an elephant common men when we talk to them about uh, climate weather change they all seem to be ignorant about the real facts that science can explain so they have their own superstitions they have legacies that they have learned and heard whatever their grandmas would have narrated them while they go to sleep stories about how climate have changed one thing for sure like professor vaidyanath spoke about wearing uh, the jackets and our and his room heater going off has the same kind of a connotation that people across the world have so the moment there is a little bit of uh, change in the climate hmm. i see people coming out in their tees 
in their shorts running across despite the fact that they are ignorant of the fact that tomorrow mm. it might snow again there might be loads of ices around but they just the moment they see sun they find it very happy about it and but they little they realize that france for that matter has seen a number of deaths when the temperatures rise mm. similarly on the contrary people as i said they get into their tees and shorts despite the fact they see sun start running around but the fact is we have all noticed that temperatures all over the world mm. might record say 5 degree fahrenheit but it says it feels like 2 degrees so there is always difference between what that is there on the scale and what you feel and we all go by how we feel so all of this radical changes that we understand and experienced has been a global phenomenon uh, we see uh, people who live by the oceans mm. as uh, we've all heard that uh, it's mostly because of you know disturbances like uh, it's not about being uh, as rightly said by you professor that this is a neutral el nino year right and we all know that there isn't much that has an effect due to el nino hmm. but there are facts like you know storms western disturbances that make so in totality what i have gathered and what i have understood it that people have understood people have started feeling it and you know as they said you know unless you feel it you don't tell it so people have started feeling it they have started echoing it and it's despite the fact that as we go along and we'll talk about there are two different thoughts about whether this is actually a global warming or not mm-hmm. but on the ground for the people our listeners who are all laymen all people from the general public we all are experiencing it mm-hmm. and the tilt towards how much was that 99.7 yeah mm-hmm. so that was a startling figure that we all you know are bound to accept mm-hmm. and on this note i think the perception worldwide is unanimous that yes winds of change the whispers from the wind are very clear they are loud and clear now mm-hmm. that yes there is a great change in the climate there is a great change in the daily pattern of how weather changes it's been erratic mm-hmm. it, it has to some extent become a challenge for people who forecast we at vigyan preserve who've been are in existence for 30 years are housed in countries uh, medium range weather forecasting building and we come across scientists who keep discussing debating across the corridors about these changes so much more as we go along in this discussion we'll be happy to discuss and talk about it thank so you so much just the right moment to discuss global warming and climate change in a new way as we are planning to start this new serial i'll come to you dr tyagi this question is in fact to both of you dr parashar also what exactly we looking at through the medium of this new serial whispers of the winds its focus its structure what exactly are we looking at when we discuss among the scientific community because looking at the whole thing we had certain you know there is a way of doing that science where we can say that change is happening hmm. but when it come to the at a perceptible uh, limit or uh, how you feel it hmm. among the common masses that still a confusion is there this kind of question if the average temperature will rise 1 degree or 2 degree hmm. how it going to affect us mm-hmm. so this was the premise on which we try to build up the entire uh, sequencing of the episodes hmm. like understanding the science of climate change hmm. and as a result how this global warming is happening and how this 1 degree or 2 degree of average rising of the temperature is going to affect hmm. the entire this uh, weather system and the climatic pattern exponentially exponentially especially if the glaciers are melting it is going to result into the rising of the sea level so the people who are living at the coastal area where they will go so that's why this new term global warming refugees is now being discussed where we will re- i mean settle 
those people and also that impact or that feel is different at different mm. places like if we look at india as a country whole mm. we have this himalayan region there the impact will be different mm. we have a coastal area where the impact and consequences will be different mm. and we have a landlocked uh, states there the impact will be different so our entire strategy Hmm. either to adapt it or to mitigate it it will be different so entire asia hmm. itself is in a very most vulnerable condition as compared to europe and uh, hmm. america and india because of its geological and uh, this uh, geographical location hmm. it has its own uniqueness and is going to have a altogether different uh, hmm. kinds of uh, hmm. problem so how we take along people hmm. so it is only like uh, if they have to take a informed decision about this aspect they should know the the signs of uh, climate change and also then there are different voices are coming some there are a group of uh, people who are saying it's it's all statistical gimmick there is nothing like uh, climate change and it's a periodic cyclic process so how to convince to the people so it is uh, that's why like being a science program hmm. we are trying to give the hardcore science its implications in terms of its uh, when it how it will affecting the society so all those aspects which has been taken and how the world community is looking at it the entire uh, this uh, climate uh, change and global warming and at international level what is the institutional framework has emerged in terms of conventions mm. treaties and agreements mm. and how india has uh, responded mm. to the call of uh, the this climate change and global warming in terms of uh, i mean having this uh, national plan for climate change and global warming under which we have eight missions and each mission has its own different uh, priority and emphasis and the success of these missions as i told you uh, india has this uh, like all the reason will having a different impact so different strategies hmm. different approaches of planning implementation will be required and without the involvement of common people we cannot achieve the success so they should also be convinced with this that this is a reality so it's a, like this was the focus of this program hmm. in terms of not only understanding that science but also the initiative which has been taken nationally or internationally we should be part of it so there's the whole uh, idea of this program dr baidroy i am tempted to ask you this question dr parashar just mentioned a very interesting figure 99.7 what was that division that you would he was referring to yes also is, is there mean, a, is there a yeah, difference yeah. of opinion tagaj no, also I, I mentioned this is an interesting because i mean for our listeners we were just having this discussion prior to the commencement of the show that uh, there is indeed it appears i mean if you go out and talk to people hmm. yeah, there is indeed a difference in opinion that yeah. whether is there any global warming because you know if you think about it a lot of people will say that this winter was pretty cold and it extended well into march mm-hmm. and uh, so how can you talk about global warming and this is a very common refrain that first like people often make a as uh, parashat ji said that cannot distinguish clearly between weather mm-hmm. which is day to day variability yeah. and mm-hmm. climate mm-hmm. i mean suddenly if there is a cold day people will say where is my global warming so one <laughs> entire segment of our uh, 52 episode we are focusing on how to uh-huh. differentiate between weather and climate as a concept so, uh, i think that's a, that uh, will yeah. be a very very interesting and valuable program and i'm interested in i'm looking forward to listening to it of course myself now um, so because of this people have been trying to estimate i mean and often you will see that some there are scientists who contradict this notion of global warming and so there is and often that particular contrarian voice gets disproportionately larger share of the air time hmm. and uh, it's made to appear that there are actually two kind of competing opinions here so because of this the periodically this exercise is taken is to actually go out and quantify what is what do scientists think hmm. 
And in a recent study uh, published in Nature, it uh, turns out that 99.7% of scientists who are involved in earth, atmospheric, earth sciences, environmental sciences, other kinds of geosciences, 99.7% of them are convinced. It's not a belief. It's convinced by looking at the evidence that the global climate is warming. So that's where the this uh, very interesting number right. comes from. Yeah, so that very well clearly, uh, you know, proves and supports that not only seeing is believing, but feeling is believing as well. <laughs> yes. And uh, of course, this year, uh, for that matter, has been cold. It's not been cold here, but it's been cold in all parts of the world. So it's been snowing heavily in places where people never thought of seeing snow. It was uh, ironical to see pictures of a hailstorm that happened here in Delhi, and people had taken pictures of them and posted on WhatsApp and it appeared as if it was snowing in Delhi. Right. So I thought it was a lift from a Canadian street or something. <laughs> right. But, but, yeah, but, but, but the <laughs> most interesting part was it was confined only to a sector of Noida only. It was not, it, it has correct, covered a very, very short area. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. in any case, uh, I mean, this series to impart required knowledge to a common man today about how all of this is happening would certainly be a welcome one and I guess we'll have uh, more and more listeners we'll have more and more responses to it and I presume you, you have a part of your serial which where you'll have episodes where you'll have questions from yeah. audiences as well as something more you could talk about it that's a nice yeah. one yeah actually uh, the interesting part is it's not only like we are uh, putting up two questions at the end of each uh, episode hmm. and we invite the correct answer and uh, that answer is itself is hidden somewhere in the episodes. Oh wow, that's wonderful. Yeah. That makes us more interesting. Yes. Yeah. And second is like, uh, now I come to the science communication part or because one objective is to like, uh, nurturing and enhancing the scientific temperament and mm -hmm. one of uh, that attribute is uh, asking questions. Mm -hmm. So generally, mentally, we are trained to answer the question, not uh, in coining the new question. So wherever is such question is being asked mm. by the listener that is also part of our uh, you know discussion uh, we have uh, kept some prizes also for uh, like uh, what you can say for that question itself not for yes, answering yes, the question yes, but question itself so if uh, i may just add a sure, thing sure. here that uh, when i was uh, in this show with Tyagiji last year i mean you may also recall i we used to get questions from i recall a question from like a little girl on soil salinization yes Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, so the kinds of questions, these are questions coming from like, you know, little children, mm -hmm. uh, maybe in 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th mm -hmm. grade. In a remote part of in India. In a remote mm -hmm. part of mm -hmm. like some rural area. Mm -hmm. And these are questions that typically we would discuss in an IIT Delhi classroom. Wow. And so it was fascinating <laughs> and very inspiring for very me good. to be a part of this kind of an activity. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. And yes, I think it's a great step. Yeah. And uh, the more you motivate, the more you give them awards, the more you get them certificates, I think will prompt more listeners to come forward. I want to give this information to our listener that mm -hmm. uh, we are developing a special hands-on mm -hmm. kit also on uh, to understand these those uh, the the climate change and global warming Concepts. through our engagement mm -hmm. process. So hands-on try. Okay. Okay. So certain concept which we are trying to communicate through the serial in mm -hmm. a docudrama format they can also have that kit hmm. provided they can give the correct answer for okay, the question okay, or they can ask that uh, you know thought provoking question for which there is no <laughs> ready made answer that yes. was the only <laughs> interesting, <laughs> interesting so it's not just the answer for which you get an award you also get an award for coining a new question yes, yes. Oh, yes that's, yes, that's yes, really yeah, nice yeah. we're coming to the concluding of 
phase of the program i'd like to end with dr bidiroy you are in direct touch with we refer to a small girl writing on so, yes. uh, soil uh, salinization you deal you also deal with students yes. but they're not uh, small kids they're grown up kids grown how is their response to the the entire thing how do they look at it so i personally think that um, i mean if i may take a step back and add a broader perspective to this as an educator that i find like kids to be extremely as uh, parashat ji said that have that uh, scientific temperament in the sense mm. asking questions being curious you show them something new they always ask why is this happening and also another very important thing is skepticism right so this is something that i see this in kids all the time but on the other hand i personally think that like as they keep on i mean i'm not on talking about grown ups but uh, obviously grown ups we are getting dazed by a lot of things but this pressure of pursuing a particular career, career. and yeah. these competitive exams which uh, come in the form of like preparing for notes which mm-hmm. have specific answers where and that requires you to kind of uh, shut that window huh? the window that opens you out into the bigger world shut that window and just memorize like you know known answers to known questions mm-hmm. hopefully hopefully this program will play a uh, uh, a small yet meaningful role where people will be answering questions providing answers yeah. yeah and also prompt them uh, mm-hmm. encourage them to ask mm-hmm. questions mm-hmm. so i think that this will play a, i mean i'm i'm hopeful and i think that not only this particular program and there should be more more programs like this that allow us to continue building that scientific temperament i guess well begun is half done but i think this is much beyond that and what professor bedinath rightly said i think uh it's invoking the spirit of a scientific temper yeah. within each of us yes. and this is a great initiative so i wish this program organizers a great great success thank you very much gentlemen the studio clock is trying to be a killjoy but that's the way it is we've come to the end of uh, this wonderful discussion very illuminating discussion that we had gentlemen thank you very much for sparing time to come to the studios of volunteer radio thank you thank you, thank you. Whispers of the Wind. You are listening to the first episode of the science serial Whispers of the Wind, produced by All India Radio in collaboration with Vikyan Prasad, curtain raiser. Participating experts were Dr. Nakul Parashad, Director of Vikyan Prasad, Dr. Somnath Bhatiaroy, Associate Professor, Atmospheric Science Center, Indian Institute of Technology, New Delhi, and Dr. Virendra Kumar Tyagi, Senior Scientist and Coordinator of the Science Serial. The moderator of this program was Manoj Mainkar. So listeners, we now have two questions for you. The lucky winner will get attractive prizes from Vikyan Prasad. Question number one is, what is global warming? And the second question is, what is climate change? You can send your answers by simple post. Our address is Science Serial, Whispers of the Wind. All India Radio, room number 615, New Broadcasting House, Sunset Mark, New Delhi, 110001. You can also write on our email ID, radio at vigyanprasar.gov.in. Please do write or mail us your full name, age and profession. If associated with any science club, do let us know the membership of your club. If you have any query or question, do not hesitate to write to us. We will be back again with the next episode of Science Serial Whispers of the Wind. Same day, same time next week. Till then, goodbye.